0: Hello and welcome to Nintendo Pals Podcast, episode 22. Tonight, we talk rumored Switch Pro name, um, Apex Legends potentially coming to Switch, and Game <laughs> the stock market crashing due to GameStop. That and more. Alrighty, I am joined tonight... By my pal, Micatroid Prime Corruption. Yeah, okay. <laughs> and I am Andros, the uh, floating head of the Lilat system. And we are joined by guest host, Captain Tim Treasure Tracker.
1: <laughs> I love it. I love how tough awesome, yeah. you're doing this. This is awesome. <laughs> so, yeah
0: yeah I I saw Tim Tim's uh, love of Captain Toad and I had to throw that in there and then I was like, what could I do for Micah? Like, oh my Micah Troy cool. prime <laughs> Nice. <laughs> <laughs> love it yeah never never been called that before in my life and don't know how I feel about it <laughs> <laughs> well, funny story. Micah's nicknames in high school he didn't know any of them but like everybody called him oh, yeah everybody called him a uh, Jesus man because he always had long hair. And wore sandals. And
2: sandals
0: that and sweats and sandals guy.
2: Sweats and sandals guy. Yeah, this guy, yeah. But yeah, I found out about those like three years after high school.
0: I and I was I, yeah. I remember talking to you about it, and I was like, you didn't know people called you that. I I. <laughs> <Nope>. <laughs> how did I? And you didn't. <laughs> uh, but awesome. how are how are you guys doing tonight, Micah? How how's how's life for you, sir?
2: Pretty good. I'm just out in a fancy room that's connected to the garage and has a uh, no heating so it is pretty cold in here <laughs> but doing yeah. pretty good
0: nice and and we are joined from i i should have given you more of a, an introduction here tim by tim who is one of the co-hosts of the nintendo dads and also the discord master for the nintendo dads i'd say <laughs> how are you
1: tim i am doing great i always uh like i I always mention it on the Nintendo dads. I always look forward to doing the podcast because it helps break up my week of all the normal day-to-day adulting stuff, you know, that and the craziness, especially the, even the more craziness that's been going on lately, right? So, and then when you guys invited me on, I was thrilled to to be on and talk about more Nintendo stuff and uh, and just like ah (laughs) so i'm excited (laughs) yeah we're thrilled to have
0: you on it and we've got quite a show lined up i uh we reached out to the community and the community responded with quite a few quite a few questions so we're gonna have that's pretty cool good time there but let's uh jump a lot of notes (laughs) got answers for (laughs) tim's Tim's got all the notes and we're experimenting very this week with a video version of the podcast, so people can actually see those notes. That should nice. be pretty exciting. Hopefully, this works out, and I don't have to edit out that part that I just said. So, <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. So let's move over to the first segment of our show, which is what you playing in tonight's what you playing. I guess we'll we'll kick it off with Tim. Do you want uh, to talk about what games you've been playing lately?
1: Uh, sure. Actually, I'm just. Pulling out my switch here to make sure I don't forget anything. But um, I'll I'll stick to... Well, there's the usual Animal Crossing, right? Especially with the latest launch. I've jumped into that to try to see what I could get. Got the, you know, um, seasonal items right out the gate yesterday. And then I haven't had a chance to jump in yet today. But I guess if, uh, if you keep going to the store, you'll get the uh, reactions, I guess, too, in the store. In Tom Nook's store. So... Because they, I guess it's on a card. You go in there and buy it in the, you know, in the same place you can buy your tools or things like that. I guess it's in there. So
0: that's new. I'm that's the it. first time they've done buying reactions, hasn't isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I
1: think so because yeah. it's what they were talking about in our Discord. So um, I'm looking forward to seeing if that happens. So. Cool. Uh, but I'm always playing Animal Crossing, so that's always my biggest number of hours in a game. You know, when Nintendo says you send you that email, you get the number yeah. of hours. <laughs> that's usually the biggest and then. Uh, I actually downloaded the Bravely Default Final Demo 2, uh, to try it out. And not because I'm a Bravely Default fan, actually I didn't get into it when it was on the 3DS. I actually just tr- I tried it. I think it was the demo there too. And then just was like, this is not my kind of game. And I knew it wasn't my kind of game, so I skipped the last game that came out for it. And then this one, I was planning to skip it. Even the demo and until Nintendo, also in that same email where it gives you the number of hours, said, hey, if you play the demo, you'll get 100 platinum points (laughs) or (laughs) coins. And I was like, I will do that for the demo. I'll play (laughs) the demo for the points. (laughs) Give me the platinum (laughs) coins because I'm saving up those platinum coins for whatever... Zelda 35th items they might put in there, or even possibly Metroid 35th, you know, stuff. So, you know, we'll see. As long as they
2: don't scrap it.
1: (laughs) Right. (laughs) Uh, And then Disjunction is actually a game that I'm reviewing uh, right now, or uh, gonna do a Let's Play on, but I'm jumping in to kind of get familiar with it. And it's um, basically a cyberpunk type game, and it's funny how a lot of these games, there's a lot of games that are coming out that have that cyberpunk aesthetic or theme and this is another one and um it goes along the lines of the hyper drift type animation so like, uh kind of like or... a pixely
0: top down
1: yes yeah so it yeah. kind of it has that animation in it um the graphics uh the story is it's like 2039 and you have to figure out a conspiracy of what's going on in this uh it's not necessarily post-apocalyptic but it's like uh it's the rich versus the poor and uh, the leader of the poor people was trying to was set up or framed uh, for the murder of the police chief, I guess. And by being surrounded by all these drugs called shards, and then you have to go investigate, you know, was he truly on this, these drugs and um, did he truly do this, you know, this murder because it's going to impact the, you know, this, the city as it is as right now on the brink of destruction essentially between these two you know economic type uh groups you know so foreshadowing um, our foreshadowing our news segment there (laughs) (laughs) too so but yeah it's (laughs) just just kidding just that that information is you know kind of it sets you up and i i found it was very interesting how it um does it too because it gives you a snippet of what the story is but then you can hover over certain key words to learn about more details about the character or the city or other things so you can either get the gist of it or you can dig deeper by highlighting you know hovering over those highlighted words but so, without going too deep into it it's, it's essentially it's a stealth type game where you're going into the shadows um trying to find out the information i just played like the first floor of the building that i had to go in to try to investigate but you're trying to get by these bad guys uh sneakily you can take them down by either silently take them down or you can sneak by them by using smoke uh bombs uh to distract them and go and make them go somewhere else or you can tase them uh and then you or you can shoot them and if you're not if you haven't caused an alert or anything like that or if you snuck up to them and broke their neck you can um drag their body off into the shadows and nobody will see it you know when other people are walking around so i really like the stealth type games i haven't played one in a long time and i mentioned this on the show yesterday but it was uh i think the last one i really dug was and this will probably age me or show the last time i played a stealth type game which is um metal gear solid for the playstation one you know where you had to do a lot of stealth stuff in that game so <laughs> it's like, I had a lot of fun with that. And I think there was even the virtual, I forget what they called it, but there was Metal Gear, Gear Solid where there was like a virtual ops or something like that. You could play where you could do kind of like some, some of those things. Um, but if you like stealth type games, there it seems like still good bit of action and story, but some really cool stealthy uh, effects. So I would say, give that, give, give that a go. If you have the means to check out Dis uh, disjunction is what it's called nice sorry if that was long-winded but that's what i've been playing <laughs> Good. no
0: that sounds sounds like a cool game i'll definitely be checking that one out i i enjoy the stealthy i i like games where uh it gives you the option to just be kind of the pacifist stealth person where you can make it through the level without without killing any enemies
1: right uh, it seemed like that that you get that option but uh, right off the bat, I started ba- breaking people's necks. So I don't know that <laughs> yeah. about me, but that's why I did. You know, just stuck up behind me. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way in stealth games. I yes.
2: Don't go full out, but I do essentially murder everyone I come across.
0: You got to live up to the murder man, Micah, Red nickname. Mike. You know, One of the other nicknames <laughs> from <yeah>. high school. <laughs> so that wasn't given to me
2: by other high school students around the school that was just our friend group (laughs) clarify yeah no but (laughs) that that is the main one playing uh super mario bros i don't remember which one exactly
0: that was on the wii u i think (laughs) Super mario bros u yeah well awesome tim uh i guess uh i can go next you're talking stealth games that kind of segues really great into the game i was just playing recently uh, which is captain toad treasure tracker (laughs) (laughs) which there is a level that i that i struggled with for a little bit because one of each of the levels has like a little bonus mission you have to do right um and it was to get by all the shy guys without getting spotted and i didn't realize until very late that hitting them with a turnip and just killing them that counted I thought that you had to sneak around, and there were spots where it was like dang near impossible without taking one out. Like it, it was, I was like, I don't know how I'm supposed to do this because you're on a ladder where everybody behind you can see you, and then if you go up too high, the person on top could see you. I was like playing Hitman. It's, it's, it's right, like yeah, Captain Captain Definitely. Toad Hitman.
1: But yeah, I know those two things; <laughs> those two genres crossed. Did you? <laughs>
0: I, I, I'm enjoying Captain Toad. I really like that. And then kind of along the same lines of a puzzle solvy type game, I also played some more of the Pillar Puzzle Escape, which is a review code I got from the Nintendo Dads, actually, doing a review for you guys. And I, I'm still really enjoying it. I hit a point where I had to look up how to get an answer because you had to uh, input a four number combo into a lock and i could not find the number i walked around the level for like 20 minutes couldn't couldn't find it i was like i've just got to look it up and um it's it was it was still pretty difficult even after looking it up like where where the numbers were because i had to position my camera just right to be able to see um i don't want to spoil it for anybody that's, that's play, but it was it was tough um Hits. Level...
1: you're giving hints <laughs> level, th-
0: level three was my my playtime on that was longer than the previous two that I re- did in my first look. So it's it, I think it's gonna be quite a bit to the game after I did that and the following level. I was like, yeah, that's that's a pretty good play session. So I hopped out. It was fun. I, I'm I'm enjoying it. Uh, Very cool. And, and then besides that, I guess. <clears throat> now'd be a good time to talk about the the final game we did for our game club last year which we've just been forgetting to talk about which is uh, yeah. feudal <laughs> alloy uh a good like metroidvania type game where you play as a fish it's suit of armor in a suit of armor like like a fish robot in a suit of armor and that game was actually quite a bit of fun. I have not completed it. I know Micah did complete it. But the, the portions I played, I really enjoyed. Like getting the power-ups. It doesn't really hold your hand, but it also doesn't... <laughs> I, I didn't get lost too often. So it, 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 it felt like it hit the genre very, very nicely. The Metroidvania genre nicely. Um, and I guess that's really all I have to highlight. Besides, we're still playing, we we party and we sports every day. That's my son's new thing. <laughs> that is awesome. Yep,
1: oh, those are always fun to play with kids,
0: yes. Oh, and and I guess on that front, um, he doesn't listen to this podcast. I mean, he's well, like three, so, <laughs> so but uh. He is getting for his birthday from my mother in law. They're giving us their Wii U because she heard he was really into the Wii right now. Her kids don't use it anymore. They're all they're all older, some college age. Um, so we're gonna get a Wii U. I'm pretty I'm pretty excited about that because I haven't had one since uh, since I moved out from from. Well, I I Mike and I kind of shared it when we were rooming together yeah. for college. Um, it's Micah's, though. So I, I don't think... I, I've cool. never owned my own Wii U. I'm part of the problem why they keep porting everything to the Switch. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, that's it for me. What
1: Micah, what was talking about. Yeah. You're the reason. <laughs> yeah, I am one of those people.
0: Yep.
2: So I uh, did end up finishing Fetal Alloy and I actually believe I I went through and 100%ed it, found all the collectibles. That is, crazy. I kind of I kind of dig doing those kinds of things with most games, but uh yeah, I enjoyed it. it Did you get an extra cutscene at the end or something? I' pretty sure there's absolutely nothing. <laughs> <laughs> but it was fun. Yeah, it was almost a surprise when it ended. I guess. There are, I guess, a little bit of a, a spoiler. There's only like two bosses, and so I like didn't even realize the the second boss I was fighting was like the boss of the whole game. But yeah, I, I think I put around 15 hours into it, so it was it was good. I did, I did down
1: I did download mm-hmm. this game because of you guys, you know, because you guys were talking about it back then. But I didn't get a chance to play it yet, so um, it's in my backlog. <laughs> if you're craving oh,
0: yeah. a a good two D Metroid, it, it was very reminiscent for me of two D Metroid games. I, I really I really dig the art style as well.
1: Yeah. yeah, I remember Dan talking about it a lot too. So,
0: yeah, he loved the game for sure.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He was the one that yeah. championed it as the game club game. Nice.
2: Yeah the the main boss did take me uh, about uh, fifteen seconds extra to beat at the end because the the like. Kill animation kind of reset every time I punched it. So I didn't fully realize the boss was uh, defeated yet. I just like kept smacking it a bunch. <laughs> and I was like, oh, he's uh, taking, like, because sometimes he takes enough damage to like reel back a little bit. And I was like, man, he just keeps doing that and is uh, not attacking anymore. This is kind of weird. And I finally let it sit and realized he was dying, but. <laughs> But overall, it was a really fun game and, and really well made. Beat him while but, he's down. Yeah. So that's... well, yeah. Once once I like realized, I also had a little bit of fun just smacking him some more.
0: <laughs> that's a good. But, that's uh... a good game. and you know, it was for a good cause. It didn't wasn't he going out and. Retrieving all the goods for like the retirement home. Yeah, the retirement
2: at? home robot fish. Yeah, I can't remember. They stole all the oil or something. I, I don't remember exactly what yeah, it was. he was an
0: oil farmer who loved his job. He was he was a good character. Like oh yeah, and he I, created
2: it was like eco friendly oil from corn if I remember correctly. Yeah,
0: <laughs> yeah, it was, it was like the most wholesome like origin story for a character. <laughs> yeah, that you could have. Yeah, it's pretty great. Yeah.
2: Uh, I guess besides that, I just uh, got back into Hades a little bit trying to... I'm not going to end up 100%ing uh, Hades because some of the uh, decorations you have to buy are super expensive and I don't need to decorate that. I don't feel the need to decorate that bad. So, <laughs> But I, I do have one last thing I think I have to do before I will feel like I completed it.
0: Nice. Well, cool. That's what we've been playing. Uh, quite a variety of games today. We covered stealth puzzles, <laughs> uh, platformers, beat 'em ups. It's good stuff. Uh, yeah. Well, I guess we'll jump right over then to uh, the next segment of our show, which is the Nintendo news. Alrighty. So we don't have a ton by way of news. But there are a couple things that have happened, transpired since we last talked. Uh, One, a new Monster Hunter Switch design was announced. It hasn't been officially announced for the U.S. yet, but it has been announced for everywhere else, and it's going to get eaten up like crazy because it looks very good. Have you guys seen the design?
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: I I think it looks good.
1: It looks totally awesome. I want it as soon as it becomes available in the us I may put a pre-order in it if I can if I can't get it, I can't get it I'm not gonna like try to port it or anything I think I'm but gonna
0: <laughs> I'm gonna hold out because uh well, first of all, I have a switch so I don't need another one but if I'm gonna <laughs> right. get another switch so here's the here's the thing i am I am worried that. I'm going to get one of these. I like go, oh man, yes, I want one of these. And then like the next day, or like the, the as soon as I put in the order and can't cancel it anymore, it's gonna be like Switch Pro. Switch pro yeah, it's gonna come. Yeah. Switch pro is gonna be announced and I'm gonna Super miss Nintendo out. Switch. Yeah. <laughs> I just I So I'm I'm on the fence, but If I am going to get just a a standard model, like an upgrade from my current one, I will wait for a Zelda.
1: It's over 35. It's
0: it's, it's got to be
1: happening soon. That's why I'm not too worried about it. If I don't get this one, I'm sure there's going to be a, there's got to be a Zelda one. We got the Mario one. We get in this one. Yeah.
0: Okay. They made a, they made a special edition for Fortnite. They got to do it for Zelda. Come (laughs) on. They can't, they can't skip that. They can't skip that. So yeah, I'm excited. I, I love getting new variations on the console design. It very much reminds me of the DS and Wii era, where you could get all these variations in colors and designs. Um, the DS especially was awesome for that. So
2: like it's it's not like over the top, which I, I feel like a couple of the additions have been. With I, I'm not too into the really bright colors and things. But I, I yeah, so I, I really like how this one looks, especially the uh, Pro Controller. I think that's yeah. the the best looking part. Pro
1: controller looks awesome. The Pro Controller does look really yeah. good. Yes.
2: If I, I had more friends, I might have to pick up one of those.
1: <laughs> yeah, I guess it would if if it was like the three DS, although I guess you can't count like the two DS ones, the special editions they did for a limited time, like the High Rule High Rule Warrior Shield. Or Hyrule Shield, sorry. Hyrulean Shield. Ah, if I can get it out. (laughs) 2DS. And, you know, things like that where they had the special editions and that was harder to find after a while. But most of the time, if they came out with a special edition 3DS, 2DS, you could still find it. Like it came out, you didn't have to worry about is it ever going to be available? Whereas these things seems like lately that the special edition switches are limited or you won't be able to find them because everybody's snatching them up so you can't sit on it it's like i would love to be able to say yeah this monster hunter one looks really sweet but i'm gonna wait to see if they come out with the zelda one and if the zelda one comes out if i like it then i go with that one if i don't like it then i can go back and buy the monster hunter one you know i don't have that choice unfortunately I feel like I have to buy the Monster Hunter 1 because it won't be available, you know, and that's what's frustrating now.
0: Yeah, yeah, and that's been a that's been a problem for every every company's consoles lately. Right. It's just been like if you don't if you don't get it right when it when it's Scalpers out, it's gone, it. it's gone
2: forever. <laughs> yeah, well, you could always just uh buy one right away, uh, I guess keep it in the packaging until
1: Hold you hear about a it. Zelda
2: 1 and then you could probably sell it to someone else for the same price. Or you can been opened. Oh, exactly. Yeah, throw in a I couple of dollars. Yeah. <laughs> it's
1: true. That's a good that idea. That also
2: seems like a lot of
1: effort. It I'm is. a
2: really lazy person.
1: I'm with you on that one. <laughs> it's like, okay, I'm gonna sell it. You come pick it up. I don't want to mail it out. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> well, since we're on the subject of, you know, scalping and money, let's uh, talk about some let's talk about some stock market. <laughs> so in the news this week there's been a lot of attention for GameStop stock. And for those that don't know, don't understand like myself, I, I did find a pretty good explanation online and I'm going to try and recite that somewhat, <laughs> but we'll probably mess it up. So I'm just gonna give a very watered down version of what's happening here. Um, basically these hedge funds, giant pools of money and run by run by investors. Working for very wealthy people and who are very wealthy themselves, buy out stock options. Um, uh, let me let me backtrack here. They will borrow stocks that they believe are going to shorts short sell. So they will borrow them, sell them off, and then buy them back at the lower price when the when the stock goes down and hopefully get and then they'll pocket the difference. So it'd be like if I were to be like, hey Micah, can I borrow your copy of Paper Mario Thousand Year Door? And then I go out and I'm like, okay, I know that next month the price on this is gonna drop like from a hundred bucks for a copy to fifty bucks a copy. So I'm gonna go sell it and then I'll have a hundred bucks and then next month I'll buy it again. And I'll give Micah back his thousand-year door, and I'll have fifty bucks, and I can get my own thousand-year door, or whatever, what have you. And that's essentially the plan. That's that's the plan by these wealthy investors. But coming in from the here comes Reddit. Yeah, here comes Reddit. <laughs> uh, a group on Reddit called Wall Street Bets, I believe, was the Reddit Reddit channel name, uh, the the sub name where they decided to team up with as many people as they could get. They just, like, everybody went in and invested on GameStop stock, which jacks up the price. So they're artificially inflating the price. And so these guys that have borrowed their copy of Paper Mario Thousand Year Door, who were betting on it going down to 50 bucks, oh no, it's now quadrupled, it's $400 for a copy. And... I don't have one because I've sold it off, and now I need to buy it. So then they have to they, they essentially have to take a loss and to try and get it back, so they can return the stock that's been borrowed. And this has been huge profits for the uh, the redditors in this case, or several of the redditors have have just made tons of money. I saw one story out there where a person had invested four thousand dollars, and that had jumped to sixty seven thousand dollars which is like a yearly salary, a nice yearly salary. <laughs> it's crazy. Just crazy. And so, I don't know, what are you guys' thoughts on the whole situation and and the it's it's been very meany like
1: <laughs> yeah,
0: very, very goofy.
1: I have to say I like your explanation a lot. That helped that That's helped. Good. Like, yeah, especially using that thousand-year door i had no
2: offered. idea what it was actually going on but now i do
1: now oh, yes you need to clip this out and post it out there for people uh, this is what's <laughs> happening
2: this is this
0: is how
1: i explained it and then you can just dub <laughs>
2: in different things for a thousand year door for like different target audiences
1: <laughs> you, you make sure you use a robotic voice or you know siri <laughs> <Yeah>. or something <laughs> <laughs> yeah i i'm i'm
0: blown away i think it's hilarious uh, as a sideline viewer, that stock has inflated for GameStop, um, BlackBerry, Blockbuster, AMC, oh, yeah. all these all these things that have just kind That's of...
2: Haven't been doing too well.
0: Haven't been doing yeah. well. And these guys, and, and they're doing it a lot through the Robinhood app, which I think is very fitting because we got Robinhood in here stealing from the rich and giving to the yeah. poor. Yeah.
2: although i did hear there's some some issues with that they
0: They've stopped a lot blocking. of the selling
2: of yeah. some things or yeah so a lot of people are not too happy with them
1: yeah yeah i'm like- just concerned about the impact you know like what is the overall impact this is going to have you know overall it's 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 difficult to get mad because obviously it was stock. the wall street's been doing this for years and now they're getting mad because somebody else is doing it, it? so it's just like <laughs> it's like okay
2: <laughs> yeah yeah the tables have turned
1: right so that part i'm not mad at or upset about it's, I, I just kind of laugh and yeah it would have been cool if i would have you know if i would have yeah. known about it jumped in on it yeah
0: we were literally talking about this at the dinner table like
1: like three weeks right. ago, if we had bought well, then, we were then... talking about. Like, we were talking, <laughs> yeah, I know, we were talking about GameStop and the Chewy guys taking over, you know, in the in the on the board, and and the potential and the stock jumped up just from that. That, you know, and I was telling the guys yesterday, it was like, yeah, I was this close to buying some just because of that conversation, like the potential of how their ideas will help turn around uh, GameStop into an e com more e-commerce type company. Um, and it showed some promise, but it was, i just don't do that kind of stuff often. So I'm not that familiar where to go to go jump in and do that even in my own 401k, you know, or anything like that. So I don't play enough around with that. So it's just my lack of knowledge in that area is what stopped me. Yeah. Um, but, uh, with all that aside, looking at it, like you said, from outside looking in, hearing about this, it's funny in some aspects, and the other aspects, it's um, the adulting side of me, you know, <laughs> the the adult side, you know, is like, um, like what what kind of impact is this going to have on things and with Wall Street and with the economy and all that kind of stuff, you know, is there some sort of negative impact that's going to happen? And I'm just not that familiar with the kind of thing to to understand yeah. if it will.
0: Yeah, same. Like, can't
2: people just keep doing this? I guess with just random stocks,
1: right? I'm gonna
2: guess. Where does it stop?
0: I'm I'm going to guess that these these hedge funds are going to these people running hedge funds are going to get smarten up and not. There's going to be a lot less uh, short selling. They're not going to be trying that strategy for investments, and maybe that's maybe that's a good thing. uh, So there's not like the heavy changes. Um, I don't know. I don't know enough. I'm, I'm not a financial right. expert in
1: any way, ma- shape, or form. But I've learned a lot from this. So I'll tell you that. Like like what your example was, like I said, it helped me understand it a little bit more, even more so than it was even before. But uh, So I'll give it that. I've actually learned a lot more about the stock market because of this.
0: Saw several jokes out there that, you know, Animal Crossing has taught everybody the turnip market and they're yes. now applying <laughs> what they've learned to the real world.
1: Right, like I don't yes, know. I mean, we, didn't, everything. we
0: didn't all we didn't all go in and buy turnips to to steal from Tom Nook. I don't. I, that's not exactly what happened there, but. Yeah, well, I mean, you're essentially
2: <laughs> stealing from him when they buy them back.
0: I mean, for yeah, but that's so much money. That's Timmy, Timmy, is it Timmy or Tommy? You sell to I can't remember.
1: It's but, both. And, Timmy but, and I Tommy, mean, so.
2: they
0: both need to be fired. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I don't like,
0: know, man. I'm really hungry for some turnip
2: <clears throat> soup or something. Uh can I buy all five thousand of your turnips for $10 million
1: or bells? <laughs> right. Yep.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's a good time. Just,
1: yeah.
0: Yep. Well, that's that's all that we've got today to talk about for Nintendo News. So let's move to the rumor mill. And as Tim has already mentioned in the show, there is a new rumored name for the Switch Pro, which
1: uh, is the Super Nintendo Switch. That is so awesome that there! I didn't realize it was a rumor because I brought it up yesterday again. Like I said, like on the on our show, I said, "What if we just call it the Super Nintendo Switch or the Super Switch or whatever?" And they weren't keen That's... on it on the show, but
2: oh, well, they're fools i like, I love it. I'm, I'm all switch. for it. It's, it's yeah, very, probably how the rumor got started though. <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> it's very, it's very reminiscent of the NES to SNES. I, I mean, but I, I, it won't be a full con, it won't be a full console leap, but I think it'll, I think super Nintendo switch, the super switch
1: has a yeah. nice ring yeah. to it. I've, I've heard lots of people talk about this. When they were talking about the, at the time, the Switch Mini and the Switch Pro coming out the same time, back when those rumors were going, that they were talking about, you know, what's the next Switch going to be called or something like that? Is it going, the next iteration, is it going to be... And people were talking or joking about being the Super Switch or the Super Nintendo Switch and thought it would be kind of cool going along that theme, you know? Yeah. So it's it wasn't anything new before. That's why I was joking about it before yesterday. Yeah. You know, it was just like Super Nintendo Switch. You know, yes. everybody thinks that's kind of cool or not. You know, it was, a, it was kind of a fun debate. But yeah.
0: It's popping up in headlines with that reported name. So we'll we'll see if that's what, what comes to pass. Uh, and we might have to wait till next year. I don't know. Who knows when it's... When... If... It's coming. It's still... Nothing... Nothing is set in stone on either... If it even
1: exists. Maybe that's the real reason. Sorry, go
2: ahead. Oh, yeah. Maybe that's the real reason Metroid Prime 4 was delayed. So they could put on the Super Nintendo Switch. Yes. A little Breath of the Wild... Uh, situation
0: it uh, might might be might be um and then also in the realm of rumors we uh there's also been supposedly a release date was slipped in for uh apex legends which would be coming this tuesday in a tweet by the japanese nintendo account uh and there was a pre-order that went up or something like that it's all hearsay and i don't I, i nothing i've verified myself i did see the the tweet but that doesn't necessarily mean it's coming it just yeah so apex legends this coming tuesday the february 2nd which is the start of the next season for apex legends and yep. Tim Tim's personally invested in this. He's currently got a bet going with <laughs> Justin uh, of the Nintendo Dads. So, I I don't know Tim. I'm 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 kind of leaning with you. I really think it would be quite a shadow drop for it to come this to come such short notice with no fanfare leading up to it. Yeah, Nintendo's been doing that lately, but not with third party. They've been doing that with uh,
1: well. Well, Fortnite... Now that you mention it, they did the Fortnite that way, Yeah, they? so they? didn't Fortnite just kind of shadow drop? They shadow dropped it for E3. That's true. But
2: that is something that, like, everyone's going to watch. Or, like, most gamers going to watch. It was heavily
1: rumored. Yes. It was heavily rumored up to the point that would happen. Just like this is heavily rumored. So, it is possible. You never know. And it does make sense that it could be shadow dropped in a partner direct that would make a lot of sense if they dropped one monday or something you know so or tuesday morning whatever yeah i don't know i if if that partner or direct <laughs> comes out i'm going to be like oh i lost my bet <laughs> cuz you know what, it's it, like what, i already know it's going to be in there
0: how how hilarious would this be? i would i would i would watch the live stream with you guys just to see justin's reaction to it not being in after yep. <laughs> after they announce a a partner direct, I really hope it comes. I, was, I, I, I I'm 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 giving him a hard time, but I do think that the the
1: I do too. I, do. I, I told him this too. I said that I I'm making this bet so it does happen for you because I want it to happen for you. Yeah. <laughs> because if if I make a bet that it's gonna happen in May, the opposite's gonna happen. It's gonna happen. When you say it's going so, wow, to, it to happen, so we need to start making. No, we need to start making bets on
0: oh, lots of bets on Metroid
1: Prime <laughs> Four. Breath of yeah. the Wild. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> yes, yes. So make a bet with me, and I'll whatever I say. It's going to be whatever you say. So <laughs> w- while Ouija <Wee-G> and Smash. <laughs> yes. Yep. So I always got to make sure I do the opposite of what you want. So, <laughs> but yeah, definitely. uh I would. I would tell my work, I'm sorry, I can't go to your meeting right now. I have to do a live stream of this partner direct just so we can find out whether I have to buy Justin a game or if Justin has to buy me a game.
2: When <laughs> they have like a full trailer for Apex Legends and make it seem like it's about to come out. But then they're like, psych, it's
0: actually next year now. We'll put yeah, it next, back. next <laughs> season. They, they do a yeah. full trailer and they're like coming in May. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh, that would be that would be cruel. Yeah, it, along those same lines, I, I uh, posted in our Discord community talking about Spelunky Two and how that was just given a vague summer of twenty twenty one, and man, I just it's it sucks because you're like, well, what does that mean? That could be yeah, August thirty first is when it is coming out. <laughs> <laughs> I hope not.
1: That's exactly not. when it happens.
0: <laughs> yeah, I so I had forgot I had. The thing is, they announced that game so far out, I I keep forgetting about it, and then remembering it, and getting excited, and then going like, oh man, is it
2: like almost out yet? It's like, wait, no, it's still a while.
0: I held out for so long, because I wanted to get it so bad uh, when it first launched, and they were like, oh, it's a PlayStation exclusive. I'm like, dang it. And then it came to Steam, and I was very tempted. I was like, well, I I could get it, I guess, but I'm like, it has to come to Switch. It makes no sense to not come to Switch. So I held out, and I'm glad I did. I'm going to keep going. Keep holding out until it comes. I actually
1: had it for my Vita, Splunky too, and I took it uh I took you it mean the Blunky? Splunky. Splunky original? Blunky Splunky yeah. on there. Yeah, and I took it off because it's coming out for the Switch. So I was like, that's another game I can take off my Vita. I don't need to have on there. That's a, so, that's a fantastic game. I, I'm very
0: excited for the yeah. online co-op. Mike and I will be playing yeah, quite a bit I, of that I'm for pumped. sure. Because it's, just... it's split screen. I don't know if you saw that. We talked about it a little bit on the show. Yeah, I think, yeah. Which the first one was not. Multiplayer, you all shared a screen. And it was yeah. horrible.
2: <laughs> Someone's in danger and has to just like book it somewhere. And the other guy's like, "Well, well, player two, I'm assuming. Which was, I'm. Pretty You're sure right. me every time. Just, playing, I guess I'll die
0: now. You were playing co-op in Sonic the Hedgehog with Tails. Sonic, oh, yeah. Sonic, it's and like just that. Keep, it's, it's exactly like that. You keep losing <laughs> Tails, and then they come flying back
2: on, and then you just speed off again. But Tails <laughs> does have all the cool abilities, so bounces yeah. out just a little bit.
0: Yeah, it, gets, it, it, yeah it, it's, it was playable, and we did it, but it, I'm very excited for split screen. <laughs> i'll just leave it at that i'm so excited that they fixed that (laughs) yeah we're always looking for good multiplayer cooperative games it's it's hard to come by that and i'm glad so many uh so many games are starting to build that in we're getting that with uh 3d world i keep I so I went I went to actually physically pre-order this at GameStop and I completely butchered it. I walked up and I was like, "Hey, I'd like to pre-order Mario 35." <laughs> 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 and I I left. I left and turned what? to my wife. I'm like, "I'm embarrassed." I I. <laughs> did he just turn and walk out I host a podcast on Nintendo and I couldn't remember the name of the game I'm (laughs) pre-ordering
2: you have to just leave and then send your wife in later to order it without you
1: Uh,
0: yeah so Super Mario 3D World plus Bowser's Fury luckily the cashier didn't quite know the name either so they were like you mean the Bowser's Fury one I'm like yeah yeah that one (laughs) (laughs) I probably looked so goofy but yeah, so I'm excited for that one to come out with the online multiplayer. Uh, we played a lot of Risk of Rain 2 last year. Uh, and we play a lot of Fortnite.
2: This is <laughs> like a, yeah.
0: So we do a lot of online co-op games. Glad it's becoming more of a trend. Yes. Yes.
2: So just kind of sad. It seems like a lot of games are kind of moving away from local local co-op. Yeah. Especially well, like
0: Steam covid was only enhancing that as a yeah. like there's not really a need to have it cuz not a lot of people can do local co-op but it's a bummer cuz couch co-op is always the better experience if you have the option
1: and i always believe in options and choices you know so give give players choices so they could do both oh for you sure for sure makes, makes sense to me
2: <laughs> i mean if, it's, if you have online co-op it doesn't seem like it'd be too difficult to add in some local but who knows yeah or vice versa i it seems like it'd be more difficult to implement online co-op than local
1: right it does seem that way like you have to like, deal with all the networking yeah the boomerang foo game is something i really enjoy playing local on with my my son but i thought it would be really cool if you could do it online and it just don't offer that it's just local <clears throat>
0: Yeah, Enter the Gungeon's another one where it only has local, and I wish it had online. You can see why it doesn't. Right. Like, for games like Boomerang Foo and Enter the Gungeon, it, the lag might just not be really doable, because they're very they're very spe- specific. I mean, we've all played Smash Online and it, regret it. <laughs> it's, definitely, it's definitely better than it used to be. That's true.
1: It has, it has gotten better, yes.
0: Um,
1: well, that's all that I've
0: got uh, as far as rumors go. You guys haven't heard any other rumors going around. That's that's all I've got. It's
2: Prime four shadow drop Christmas Day this year.
0: Uh, I bet you it's next year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> take that bet. Well, with that, let's jump over. <laughs> we we actually so Tim garners quite the. Uh, Quite the fan base for Metroid Prime uh, and Metroid in general, so we've got quite a good Metroid-focused community corner <laughs> this evening. So let's jump to the community corner, and if I could just get that out, I could talk. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm very excited to go through some of these questions here, uh, and let's just two. let's just start off the bat. With a question from Discord, we got from at Two Dollar Hero, our pal Seth, uh, who's on the yes. All N Nintendo podcast, where I was a guest this week. About while we're while I'm mentioning it, I'll plug over nice. to them. So that should come out soon. We had a, a good discussion. Maybe maybe if we have time after, we'll talk. We'll we'll talk to the point a little bit there. But cool. Seth asks if. If you could use your psychic ability to will Nintendo into doing any one thing this year to celebrate Metroid's 35th, what would it be? Yeah.
2: At least every single Metroid game in a bundle for $5
1: on the Switch. (laughs) I like your thinking there. I'm sold. Where's my money? Where's my pre-orders? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, with
2: a lot of cool pre-order uh, bonuses, like all these amiibos and posters and stuff. Yeah, yeah I, I, I would
0: be. I would actually be really down for some of the physical uh, merch to come to the My Nintendo Rewards. That that would be very cool. Posters and uh, mm-hmm. they just did a ceramic piece for Age of Calamity an art piece that you could get that would be that would be cool to get something like that
1: so i wrote down six things that i would will them to do six things six things and what you said goes right into what i said for number one blow up my nintendo with 35th anniversary items and collectibles that i can use my coins on so blow it up Metroid (laughs) pins just metroid this and that and everything for the 35th anniversary so um even if it's you know the same things but with metroid stuff like i would t- you know that mario zip up pouch thing they had on there like it had mario's face on yeah, it yeah. and you could unzip it type of thing um i would take a metroid one of that with the s logo on it i would totally totally get that and i would that probably would run bad. out of coins and just on that <laughs> Uh, But anyways, all right. So number two, give the original game, the original Metroid game, the Fire Emblem 30th anniversary treatment. So So you get like a
0: fancy glass.
1: That glass thing. Uh, Yes, exactly. Exactly. I I would dig that. Yes. Uh, Number three, release Zero Mission Infusion on new Game Boy Game Color Game Boy Advance section of NSO. okay so not a remake you want the
0: originals ported that's good yep fusion Fusion is probably the metroid game i've played the most of and i loved it that's such a good game. yes
1: and it's the last in the timeline so i would hope they would have a sequel for that but i'll 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 digress that that's something else i have on my list so (laughs) uh number four port metroid samus returns to switch and I think that even answers another question later on. But yes, port Metroid Samus returns to the Switch because Doug Bowser did say there were some 3DS games they were working on porting to the Switch a couple of years ago.
0: Have we gotten any?
1: We have not, I don't believe. Except I don't for believe maybe have.
0: Clubhouse 51 games was kind of... It's not really a port, though. It's That was it's, a
1: DS game, though. He specifically said 3DS, if I remember correctly. I'd have to go back to the... To that article it was a couple of years ago like towards the end of 2019 i think is when he said it yeah samus returns needs to come yes yep. yes number five release new 2d game and uh numbers and the 2d game would go along with i i think would be the metroid fusion 2 because there needs to be a sequel to that i believe and then number six at the end of the celebration do the animal crossing metroid theme stuff
2: <laughs> good call. that would probably get me back into some more animal crossing not gonna lie
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> it's been a while since i've hopped on but i think that would do it
1: yes so that, that that's the kind of love i want to see that's what i wanted to see for i mean we kind of seeing it through mario right we see a lot of that love there um hoping to see kind of the, the, that love there with Zelda because Zelda's another you know favorite franchise of mine as you can see everywhere you know that my hat <laughs> um and but Metroid definitely I want to see it given some love you know so
0: so I'll, I'll jump in and give a quick answer to this question I think a movie Now, now that's let me, let what me, I was
2: going to say a good movie
0: let me, get, let me pitch this real quick I believe that Metroid is the prime, (laughs) that wasn't wasn't intentional, candidate, (laughs) a prime candidate to be a Nintendo live action film. Just because of the setting and the character.
2: You're echoing my thoughts on this.
1: (laughs) Oh, this is great. Yes, I love it. (laughs) I love it. I don't want to corrupt your thoughts on this. Yeah, part. yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> I believe. in I, I think that it would be a really cool, like sci-fi. I'm not. I wouldn't say horror, but like a suspense, a suspense film, maybe, but with like action. Uh, that doesn't have to have much dialogue because that's not how the game goes. And there have been some successful movies out there that. The characters do not speak much recently. Um, that have been like kind of survival type movies, and I think that I think this is a good candidate for a film. If if Nintendo is going to make a live action film, I would have thought they'd do Metroid before Detective Pikachu.
1: <laughs> so, and then let's who would do you G- have who would you have direct it?
0: Oh man, that's ryan reynolds ryan reynolds himself.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah i don't know enough about trying, directors yeah
0: i'm trying to think John like Barbara, let's give
1: it to him oh yes oh, <laughs> that, yeah. hands hands down that, yeah yeah that, uh,
0: the wire yeah that, for sure <laughs> um i i would also take a series i think a series would be cool but a movie would be also very cool just get uh, th- we just need to launch the nintendo cinematic universe let's let's do it let's get let's get that going So that's my answer. It culminates in Smash Brothers movie. And then, so Seth asks uh, as well, for, this is specifically for Tim, says, I admire your your furious facial fuzz as a fellow beardsman. How is that beard game so strong?
1: uh, Every now and then I'll do a pro cut. I'll get someone else to cut it for me to trim it up and that way it'll start growing out a little bit more even. Cause for the longest time it was just a COVID beard. So it was like all getting all straggly down here uh-huh. and, you know, like growing out and like the, one of the pictures or, or if you see my picture that Adam did for me uh, that he drew, you can see it just kind of like all shaggy down here. Oh yeah. Yeah. But uh, I tr- I got it trimmed up to help it grow a little bit more fuller. So I think every now and then you have to go see a, a someone professional to help you trim it up. <laughs> when it, especially when it gets out of control, because it's so hard to do in your own bathroom. Otherwise, you're gonna have to sweep up all that hair. And
0: <laughs> yeah, my my beard game would be strong if I enjoyed having a beard. I I hate it. I have to I have to shave every day. Getting to the point where I might have to shave twice a day, which sucks shaving stinks
2: yeah <laughs> it does stink which is nice that i just essentially don't grow facial hair <laughs> the wow. only facial hair i grow is in a, a slight goatee it's probably been like two weeks almost well, probably a week and a half since i've shaved oh and i got like nothing yeah, that's there. that's unfair it's great
0: that's unfair although that's how it
1: happens. all starts That's how <laughs> it all starts
2: yeah, then when i'm like really lazy though and i just get like a really gross looking goatee it since I only grow a goatee and there's like nothing on the cheeks, it looks like it's on purpose. <laughs> and, uh, people are probably like, Ugh, that guy's making some wrong choices in his life. <laughs> it's
1: yes. all worth it.
0: Tim's got... So so
1: how how long have you been growing that out, Tim? That's... Since, since... I mean, I was doing a little bit... Keeping it a little bit longer, but when COVID, when we got, uh, you know, quarantined back in March... I was like, screw it. I'm just going to let it grow. I don't have to go to work I don't have <laughs> to go to any meetings. So I'm just going to let it grow. And that's when it just ended up the way it's been. You know, it's been growing and growing and growing. Other than my, like I said, the one time I had the pro person kind of trim it up for me, I've just been letting it grow out some more again. So, um, that's, cause before it started off the same, like Andrew was the same. I could, I did not want to grow anything because it just irritated my face, irritated my neck, especially. Yeah, just drives me bonkers at that stage. So I just shave it all off. And then I got to the point where Micah has it where I was starting. okay, I'm going to do the goatee because it doesn't really go that far. You know, you get that around there and I was able to trim everything else off. And I was going with that. And then then I got lazy and didn't trim this part for the goatee and then just kind of like, oh, you know what? I'm going to shave it down to about the same size. And then I just ended up doing the beard. But it was pretty (laughs) still pretty close to the face.
0: It slowly then took
1: the, over. And then, <laughs> and then fret. yeah, it slowly took over, especially yeah, during so, COVID, you know, so.
2: Growing just, any kind of facial hair is a slippery slope.
1: Yes. <laughs> so there is progression. It just, sometimes it just takes over. It's just, you know. Some that's people, it's a, it's a decision for them. Some people, they just let it happen. Or it's like a no, you know, no shave November. And that's when people start, you know. <laughs> yes.
0: COVID's given plenty of time to grow some crazy hair so that too gotten quite a quite a lot of people i've met with just super long hair so <laughs> <laughs> well next question is from datfast on discord one of our buddies from retrologic he says a lot of people kind of dunked on splatoon 2 saying it was pretty much a port of the first game with different content and one extra mode What would Nintendo have to do to Splatoon 3 to make it stand out? What would you like to see done to it
1: personally? This is why I have my prediction that Nintendo will come out with a uh, Splatoon 3. Because of that... Splatoon 2 to me was kind of like a Splatoon 1 Deluxe. Mm -hmm. Almost, you know, like it was a port with some new things added and and things taken out. Like the Mii Universe stuff, but... um, that's why I always. That's why I have that prediction. A lot. I know a lot of people don't think they'll do a Splatoon three on the same console, but I disagree with that. But yeah, you guys go ahead. I ha, I have some things written down, but go, go ahead. What would you guys do? For I, Splatoon three. The
0: first thing that comes to my mind is battle royale. That seems like seems like a good candidate for Nintendo to do if they were going to do a battle royale mode of some kind. Um and i guess secondly would be a overhaul of the like the art style of some of some sort so maybe they could make it man i don't i don't really know where to go with it exactly but it kind of gives the vibes of like <laughs> of like wind waker Style graphics where it's kind of cartoony aesthetic, um, very stylized, and so maybe they just go like full on <laughs> realism for the next <laughs> title. That'd be people like
2: <laughs> really gross, creepy looking squid faces.
0: <laughs> people would people would hate that. I and that's the thing. That's the thing is Death kind of alludes to it. People dunked on the second game. I don't. I don't really know if there's a ton they need to do to make. Not every game that Nintendo makes has to jump leaps and bounds from for each title, and everybody expects that thanks to games like Zelda. But look at like and look at games like Mario. Mario does have its leaps, but then it has new Super Mario Bros. for like six installments. And now I'm I'm not I'm not dunking on those because I played most of those and enjoyed all of them. Uh, I I think they're great games. And sure, I got a little ty- tired of the the style, but they're still good games. I I don't think everything has to be a drastic change between sequels. I like it when it happens. I also don't mind when it doesn't. <laughs> that's my, that's my, my two cents.
2: <laughs> yeah, I feel like if they tried to change it too much, it just wouldn't it really be Splatoon. I mean, I don't really know what you could change drastically without making it just a very different game that isn't what Splatoon is. So, I mean, it's, I feel like it's kind of like every, uh, Call of Duty game. They're all essentially the same. They, sometimes they have bigger changes, but there usually isn't too much different, just generally different weapons and a different, uh, campaign sort of a thing. New I feel maps. like it's, yeah, new maps, which I feel like I, I haven't played Splatoon 2, but I'm assuming they have new maps and some new weapons at least yeah they brought some
1: of the older ones on and then made some new ones yes definitely so
2: i I feel like it's pretty comparable to what call of duty does i know i guess i know some people dunk on them a little
1: bit for that but
2: but they make they make things yeah
1: (laughs) yes so like i said i got some notes on this the easy thing i guess is to mimic fortnite right so like yeah. you were m- mentioning, like the battle royale type thing, or even that could be one of the modes, and then the other modes with what they already currently had, and maybe a couple new modes with it. But uh, the other part of Fortnite that I think that Nintendo could make bank on is the skins, right, or the outfits. Oh yeah. Buying you know different outfits for you know two ninety nine or whatever, however much, and being able to skin up your squid however you want. Um, and it would be easily be able to fit a color scheme, you know, still that Nintendo, whatever team you end up on. Um, the extreme side of it though, is I had to, (laughs) I always have fun with these, but, uh, the extreme side is, is here's what I would think for Splatoon three. If you wanted to make it completely different or do something really crazy, you release two things for Splatoon three, there would be like a they would come up with some crazy name right for it, but it would be Splatoon three. Maybe if there's another sisters type thing or two friends type of thing, there'd be a version. There'd be Splatoon three, this character and Splatoon three, this character. Okay. The first character is a re- the, the, single player campaign version of Splatoon three where that's released first. And it sets people, sets people up into learning the new environments and gets into using the new uh, mechanics. If, Uh, and weapons and stuff like that. You get familiar with it by playing the single player campaign. Then the second version is available like a DLC or something that is the multiplayer campaigns where it it brings back some of the old maps. It brings back some of the um, things that we do now that everybody enjoys the versus parts, you know? Uh, But since everybody was playing for the games in uh, in the campaign, um, um, they'll get used to being able to play the multiplayer, right? They've already got the familiarity with it. And Plus, you learn who the big baddie is in the in the campaign that everybody is fighting in the multiplayer, or you're either fighting them or you're with him or her, the baddie, and that's your choices. So whenever, so instead of just being a color and you're trying to get the, you know, most color on the map, if you get the most color on the map, you're either Getting something to go against the big baddie, or you're for the big baddie. So that's kind of kind of
0: Thanos <laughs> mode of Fortnite, almost. <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> kind I, of, So,
0: I yeah, that's 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 awesome. I I was thinking kind of the same lines. Like they could they could expand and have like a a bigger um, story mode. Um, I think a save the world mode. which is what Fortnite originally pitched as uh (laughs) splatoon would actually be really good candidate for that where it's a uh an online cooperative campaign where you can play with strangers or you can play with your friends that is story-based uh but there we go almost a story based salmon run because they have that that mode where it's like they they come in they come in waves and you have to work as a team to defend the spot that would be cool Yeah, I like
1: that. Yeah, I like that.
0: Well, awesome. There you go, Nintendo.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah,
0: thanks thanks for listening, Mr. Doug Bowser. (laughs) Uh, So let's move to the next question here from Dan, also uh, the other host, the other half of RetroLogic, asks this on Discord. Nintendo as a company is always innovating with physical fun. Labo, Ring Fit, Mario Kart Live, etc. Um, I want to hear some predictions for what Nintendo's next weird accessory for the Switch will be. So, um, in our cut, unreleased episode, we talked a lot about the sequel to Arms, which would be Legs, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. with attachable Joy Cons for your feet <laughs> that that you that you kick kick with. You kick with, yes. like you do with the... Uh, that was mostly a joke, but it was... It,
2: uh, it's on I to mean, something. I, I wasn't joking that much when I was talking about
1: it. <laughs> You gotta work out the legs, I, too. You can't leave the arms out. You know? <laughs> yeah.
2: I mean, I think that can be awesome.
1: Yeah. I...
0: I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna have to... I'm gonna have to pass. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give an... I'll have to think of an answer. So, one of you guys have a... something you think i have no idea what
2: they're gonna come out with they always surprise
1: me i had a they definitely nintendo is always surprising like something you never even thought thought of right like the mario kart live i would have never thought nintendo would do something like that or labo even you know well i remember
0: the the sneak peek at the ring fit and i was like what on earth is this thing like what <laughs> i just was blown away by how weird that was and that they and everybody
1: everybody loved it
0: yeah man it actually
1: but what really <laughs> helped is the backing of a lot of trainers using it and saying hey this is a good workout you know that's what i saw a lot of when that came out but one of my predictions for the nintendo dads was a bonus prediction or my wild prediction and that's labo 2.0 now, what is Labo 2.0? Who knows? It could have to do with Legos because, you know, Legos has, they have a partnership with Legos. Could be part of Labo 2.0, could be part of their Mindstorm stuff. Who knows? Or it could be something, you know, 3D printed. Nintendo comes out with a 3D, cheap, cheaper 3D printer. You could connect to the S- Switch and create your own Amiibo or whatever. <laughs> you know, oh, awesome. Stuff. Um, and, or be because you look at the, the, Metroid, uh, excuse me, not Metroid. Um, so you got Metroid on the brain. Um, the Mario Kart Live with the AR camera on the cart made me think of the days when they used to do peripherals for like the Game Boy, where you could get a cart with a camera on it. Mm -hmm. Well, Mm -hmm. they could come out with since you can connect to the camera via Wi-Fi, you know, not it's wireless and everything with with the Mario Kart Live. They could come out with another AR-type-based accessory that's a camera on a tripod. You know, cheap to buy. Hopefully still pretty good with the, you know, the pixels and all that kind of stuff. But have AR games that you can do. And one that I wrote down was Mario Party Live, where you could actually oh, do I use objects that. around the house to create a board and stuff like that.
0: Yeah, I mean, do the same exact tech that they have for... Yeah. Uh, for Mario Kart Live, but
1: yep, and then you I'm just kidding. have all yeah, same all the same stuff. But Mario Mario Party Live.
0: I mean, that would be honestly that would be a fantastic mobile game. Like like if you could do a Pokemon just use your phone, yeah. style. That's true. Oh man, Tim, they need to hire you right <laughs> now. <laughs> that's <laughs> such a good idea.
1: That's, that's like I said, idea. I have a lot of fun with these type of things. I just like. Nintendo's wild with their stuff, so I'm like, so I'm just gonna be wild with my predictions.
0: (laughs) What came to my mind while you were while you were talking about that is a much less wild prediction, but still something I'm not I'm I'm not thinking they'll do. uh, But hey, I hope is a fully realized VR headset that that is for the Switch. So uh, they had the Labo VR. Yeah. But I'm talking like something you actually strap to your head uses the Joy Cons as, um, Joy Cons off. Yeah, so <laughs> yeah. Just, yeah, Use the Joy Cons. You just, you just play controller. like this. The, your hands up by <laughs> your you head. You gotta hold them up there. <laughs> and I think I think there's already there's already several games out there with VR support through the for the VR Labo kit, um, and they're they're mostly novelty. But if they if they just Brought out a headset that then had some sort of game with it that was like Link's Crossbow Training 2. That'd be cool. Um, That's how Metroid Prime 4 gets released as a VR (laughs) exclusive. When that Super
1: Nintendo Switch comes out with the better screen, maybe they could do the VR better with that because that was the whole complaint about the current screen, right? Not high, high enough resolution to be played in VR mode for a long enough period of time. Yeah. And
0: the Joy-Cons, I feel like, are the perfect little VR controllers as well. Uh, just exactly, to, uh, fit in the hands and the feel. Okay.
2: And then you just add a couple of those like ankle things. They're gonna make, and then you got yes. like the full for, VR experience for the legs. That's
0: so right. You buy Get each the legs of, and the arms. And you buy each One of the, for your chest the Labo your Two. You, you buy each of the Labo Two accessories. There's legs. There's the <laughs> there's the VR headset, which is a full head, and then like gloves that <laughs> hold the, the controller. Guys, all sold separately at like a hundred bucks a piece. Um,
1: Don't forget the chest piece. It. Was yeah. About, right? Oh, yeah, you yeah, yeah. The, the chest piece. You got to get the you can use you got to buy extra Joy-Cons so you can get the <laughs> rumble in there. <laughs> oh, <know>? yeah. <laughs> so when <laughs> you get shot. Yeah, Oh a
0: man,
2: vest, <laughs> a vest of like 100 Joy-Cons for like $10,000, but it can simulate you getting shot anywhere because yes, because exactly. of the HD,
0: the HD rumble <laughs> fully yeah. realized in a full suit. <laughs> oh man
1: i want to see someone draw that up i want that design <laughs>
0: uh i hope that it's so, ans- i hope that answers your question dan on when Nintendo you and your accessory
2: <laughs> when you and your 40 friends get together and you bring all your joy cons you can put it all together and one person can play
0: yeah i i do hope for more of this weird stuff i i really like mario kart live i i think it's a one hit wonder unfortunately and they're not going to offer too much more support to it they're not going to add more characters but yeah. i hope the tech just realizes itself in another iteration of something like you said I, I mean you could do the mario party live that could be that could be toys that have ar um so they're like yeah. remote control toys of some kind
1: why not use the miibos still i mean you still have amiibos yeah why not, you'd yeah. be able to pick those up you put them out there you can... It's another way to use the Amiibos.
0: Oh, so now we're talking um, Amiibo Festival too. <laughs> yeah. Yes, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <It's> sold. <laughs> uh, thank you for the question, Dan. That was a good one. I, I enjoyed that, that that topic. All right, our next question comes from Third Strongest Mole on Discord. He asks, "What is your dream Nintendo controller?" And then he gives his. Uh, so here's a good, a good starting point example. The shape and gyro functionality of the Switch Pro controller, the face button layout, the big A button in the middle, with an, uh, and analog shoulder buttons of the GameCube controller, which make it easily good, the good best
2: pick. shoulder buttons, <laughs> and,
0: a, and the concave buttons and D-pad of the SNES controller. So, that's, so his idea yeah. is to just take the best parts of every controller that has come out by Nintendo and combine them. And I think that's phenomenal, great idea. Mm-hmm. I don't, I don't know if I can come up with a better answer than that. But you guys got 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 any ideas? Go
1: ahead, Micah.
2: Yes, mine's, mine's, I guess, pretty similar. I, I, all I need is essentially just a Switch Pro controller, but with the GameCube shoulder buttons practically all i need and just for fun throwing that uh third little handle part from the nintendo 64 controller just in case (laughs) there
0: you go i like that (laughs) now you've you've tried what you've tried the ps5 controller what did you think of that experience as a a controller because that one was pretty like cutting edge as far as rumble and trigger feedback and stuff
2: pretty nice i guess
0: any any yeah, the, game I tried
2: uh, out with probably yeah well they, I I tried out the uh, the only thing I played well, well I guess was this Astros Playroom or, or whatever it's called that was pretty fun and then I played a little Fortnite and I didn't even notice they have like the adaptive trigger pressure thing so it when you're like shooting something it, it gives a little resistance like you would be actually pulling a trigger on a gun or something but uh, yeah I. I guess I was just too focused on the game. But I didn't even notice that at first. So like, yeah. So how how was that uh, adaptive trigger thing? I was like, oh yeah, I forgot about that. I didn't even notice. But I mean, once they were pointed out, it, it is pretty cool. So I, I guess uh, if I could take maybe a, a little bit from the, the PS5, I might take that over too.
1: But... Nice. Yeah, I I agree with you guys on the on uh, Sam's stuff or third strongest mole stuff. Uh, his suggestion. It was like I can't think of anything better than what he said. Su- describe there but i was like okay let me try to come up with something and i do have to say that i like the idea of where hori goes with their split pad pro i think it's what it's called the bigger you know joy cons that they came out with the um what is it uh shoot what was that game called uh the mecca i can't think of the name (laughs) the um the Mech's game, the
0: um, Damon Machina. Damon Damon X Yeah.
1: The Daemon X machina. Yeah. So they came out with the, you know, the controllers there and then they got newer versions now. But it doesn't have all the same functionality as the Pro Controllers. So I was just like, just give me the Pro Controller. Uh with all the same functionality. But I'm gonna add like what Mike I said was the uh, the you know, the um better trigger buttons. Um uh, but split that. Apart, So I can connect it either as a controller by itself or split it and put it on my switch. Uh, So because that's the only thing I think the Hori controllers are missing. You can't take it off the switch and use it separately as a regular controller. It has it. It's only powered by the switch. So once you take it off the switch, you you can't use them. Yeah. And I would love to be able to because that's why I like how I got my setup right now. I don't know if you guys can see this right now, but I have these butterfly. uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah. things that I clipped onto my Joy-Cons, so it gives me a nice grip on it. And I can take them off and put it on something like this. You know, I got this adapter that I can just slide them on and use it as a regular, you know, controller. So I'll take them off real quick.
0: Yeah. Uh, I, I think a first-party first developed thing like that would be really cool.
1: Yeah, so I can just, you know, when I want to play this way, because I like being able to use... It was a muscle memory. Use the same type of controller between, you know, playing docked or in handheld. Yeah. But I love the feel of my the pro controller. Now that I've got one, I got one for Christmas and love it. Love how it feels. And I am leaning towards that new trend of people getting the, where you just use the tablet, and get a clip, to put on your, you know, pro controller and be able to play with your pro controller with this clip to it. Because of, it, you know, because of how it feels, but yeah. that's not a very good way to, you know, no. travel with <laughs> so your it's Switch like and yeah. you know, all that stuff, you yeah. know, so. Uh, but that's where I would go, and and I would add one more thing, but I'm going to save it for uh, the later question we got from Chris HL.
0: Okay, yeah, I was going to ask that one next, but before, okay. before I do, I do, do want to shout out to, um, so Micah has an Oculus and I really like the controllers for the Oculus Rift. Oh yes, um, yes I, I yes. like I like their feel. Yeah. I like, I the the buttons feel good. So have those with HD Rumble, um, and the adaptive triggers, and maybe some cool maybe some cool stuff like th- there's been experiments with things uh, like it heats up or cools down depending on the climate you're in. Um, and maybe lights up to, and and does things along those lines. The more immersive the controller gets, like they're trying to do with the PlayStation 5 controller, and the Switch, arguably, was, was designed that way with the HD rumble and the Joy-Cons, but hasn't right. been utilized at all <laughs> for it. I, th- I think the more immersive the controller can get, the better. I think it w- that will help the experience. And with a little tweaking, the Oculus controllers could be dockable, like yeah, slide yeah. in there, and I would love that because I I really like the feel of those controllers um, and just the overall design they went with, where it's it's something that you can use free moving because I'm one of the people that liked the Wii <laughs> and liked the oh, Wii remote and nunchuck setup.
1: Oh yeah, I liked it too.
0: The only thing I didn't like w- was the cord in the middle for the for yes. the nunchuck. And Oculus kind of hits the best of those with with how they have their controller set up. I, I, I know it, not everybody's into this, into that controller, but I, I I really like it. I like it a lot more than the other VR controllers, which don't have the traditional joystick um, and button layouts always. Uh, so there's that, and then... There's also really cool stuff coming for that has come for the Valve Index with the haptic feedback on finger poles and things, uh, in addition to having those buttons. So, some somewhere I think VR is going to tap in and come into the Switch's design um, for the next the next big thing, um, maybe the Switch Two, not not the Super. Not the Super Switch, <laughs> but so the, like, maybe hey, the hey, new they, Super Switch. Hey, if they come with the Super Switch with new with new Joy Cons, that like kills two birds with one stone. Yeah, get, get rid of all those uh, lawsuits <laughs> that are coming <laughs> with the Joy Cons. Yeah, I I I, I like that question a lot. Thanks for thanks for asking that, Sam Third Strong Small. Um, in line with that question, we have from Chris HL ninety four on Discord asks which classic controller would you like recreated for the switch and when we have a switch pro he mentions that he wants a version of the nes advantage arcade style controller good pick i i yeah that would be really cool to have something like that uh so for me what classic controller would i like recreated for the switch I I want to say, I, I'm not going to say GameCube because it is compatible already with the GameCube. <laughs> uh, so what, I, I mean, what other choices do we have?
1: For me, it was for the GameCube <laughs> was the Nyko Airflow. It was the, it was a GameCube controller with built in fans for your palms. Oh, and wow. it kept your hands I, nice and cool and not sweaty. I, I love that. that thing. I love that thing, yeah. and that's why I was saying like I would take a pro controller with that, or build it into the controllers I was talking about with Sam's question. You know, build it into that split pad. You know, where I, I can get oh, some fans in there, to keep my hands cool. So
0: for the video viewers, it's like a really bad zoomed up screenshot. So you can kind of see the pores on this. Yes. Side.
1: Yeah, that's that's that is interesting. Cool. <laughs> I love that controller because I could just keep playing and my hands wouldn't get sweaty <laughs> or, that was nice. or clammy or anything. I, like,
2: I think Kyle could have used that. I feel like his yeah, uh, our
0: buddy in high school. No, his I, hands
2: are always really warm when you always hand off the controller. Yeah, you like, ooh, playing. Ooh. So it's <laughs> yeah. like real toasty. Yes,
0: I it's exactly. nice if it was
2: cold outside or where you're playing, I guess. But uh...
0: <laughs> yeah, that's that's a good a good pick. Um, classic controller. I don't. I don't think they'll make an N sixty four one. And I don't really think the N sixty four was very practical. It looked cool. Is unique. Having a third thing. You only have two hands. You don't need it's a third one. Awesome.
2: I I have my. It's for all different types of play styles.
1: <laughs> yep.
2: Did anyone ever actually use that left one though?
0: Everybody used the center it was the, and the, the side. The middle and the right. Which is Although, it- to be fair,
2: when I'm playing like older Mario games or even uh, Mario Maker, I always use the D-pad instead of the analog stick. So I don't know if they had a Mario Maker on the 64 I- and I'd matured to this level, I would probably be using that uh, left stick. <laughs> Except you can't then hit like the Z button. That's the problem. Yeah.
1: I thought they had a Z trigger. It was a trigger oh, on they? the back. Yeah. It was a trigger on the back. It was a Z trigger on the back of that. With uh, the, the stick. left one? Yep. Yeah. Oh. Or the, oh, the middle one. Oh yeah. So if I was using, using
2: the left one, then you oh, then you have, you to really have, really have it really weird around. Yeah. You, you have the, your really long middle finger, like reaching <laughs>
1: over to
0: hit that. Yeah. You
1: have to have Z one, Z two. Yeah. I
0: would really like a uh come back with the I, I don't remember what they're called, the wii classic you attach them to the wii remote and they're the oh, classic yeah, controller yeah. uh, uh yeah. the the second one of that which which really just looks like a pro controller um and i i really enjoyed that so i i don't really need that to come back because it is basically the pro controller <laughs> <laughs> yes but the I shout out to yeah. it as being an awesome controller for the wii
2: i yeah i don't really feel the need for any uh Old classic controllers. To be honest,
0: <laughs> I've seen I've seen third party ones with the Super Nintendo controller, but they add double joysticks, and I would really like that, like an official thing that was a enhanced Super Nintendo controller that had the two triggers and um, it, it had. Wasn't that the eight bit do RL uh, controllers? ZR. Yes. Yep. Okay. Yeah, that would be pretty cool to get something like that. I'm still. I, I guess it's just because I'm used to the Pro Controller. I prefer the joysticks to be offset—the <laughs> one, offset, the, makes the, sense, yeah. the left side being higher, the right side being lower—rather than the PlayStation style, which is towards both. Both, the, both are the, on the, the bottom. Bottom. Yeah.
2: The, the Wii U Pro Controller, it's I think they were both on top.
0: <laughs> yeah, they were both on top.
2: So, so, I mean, I. I feel yeah. like I generally adapt to controllers pretty quick. I don't really mind too much when I'm playing on.
0: So I will say the Wii remote. My son has been able to pick that up and and use it. It's very intuitive because it's a contr- it's just a remote. I mean, and he's not even I, he he's not even like big into remotes. We we don't watch a ton of TV. He doesn't. He's not using the remote all the time. Um, but something that is a little more casual uh, I, I hate that term, I hate calling people casual gamers but something that's a little bit more uh, accessible, I guess would be would be cool to, to have a controller that didn't feel so complex I feel like the Pro Controller hits that pretty well though it's not very complicated it's pretty to the point, very comfortable yeah, great question Chris uh, thank you for asking Uh, so moving right along here, we have, I think we got, what, three more questions here. So this one is from Antonio asks on Twitter, my question for Tim is, what makes Metroid so special to you? And do you prefer 2D or 3D Metroid titles? And we'll expand this one. Micah can answer this one as well. I'm not going to be able to give a good answer
1: because I...
0: Have a traitor. Sadly, neglected. So all that 3D is good,
1: Metroid. <laughs> so, Tim. I didn't get in. I didn't get into Metroid until much later than a lot of other people, especially in my age range, right? So, a lot of people got into Metroid because of Metroid One on the NES. I didn't have an NES. My parents didn't want to get me one. I won't go into that whole story. But when I got the Super Nintendo, I missed out on Super Metroid. I didn't play Metroid until the Game Boy Advance games. Um, be- between that um, Zero Mission and Fusion and all that kind of stuff. And then and then Prime. And then I went back to play Metroid and Super Metroid and all that kind of stuff. But um, yeah, so for me about the games, it's just, it kind of got me back into games because there was a period where I wasn't into it. And then when I got back into it, it was around the GameCube Game Boy Advance timeframe. And when those games came out, um it was like just wow, these games, these Metroid games are awesome. Now what was funny is like playing um Fusion and Zero Mission, I was like, wow, these are the, what the Metroid games are like. And then I researched it and found out that okay, so they got Super Metroid and they got the original Metroid and went back to play the original Metroid, and I was like, Ugh, what is this? <laughs> All the you know um life you know, life enhancements or whatever you call it, you know, all the um, things that they did to make the game better. It wasn't in the first game, obviously. So it was just like, Oh, this is hard to play, which is why I liked zero mission mission. Cause I could play the first game essentially. Um, but, and not have to worry about playing it the old way. So, uh, but in regards to the question, do I prefer 2d or 3d? I, and I hope this doesn't sound like a cop out, but it it's both because I want uh, it's basically going back to well let's go back to the thing where, like I said GameCube and Game Boy Advance era was when I started playing games again and that's when they came out with Prime and Fusion in the same year right in 2002 so playing those two games I had two different styles of Metroid I could play and get into. It was a two D version and it was a three D version. And it was it was breaking it up. It was like I think the prime version came out first and then later on the Game Boy Advance 2D version came out. Right. Yeah. So it's,
0: it's very much it was very much like pushed as a this is Metroid. Is it's both.
1: Yes, it is both. It's and it helps break it up. You're not just getting three D, three D three D or two D, two D, two D. And you think about it the same way with Zelda games, right? Zelda games, you can get the two D version or the three D version. So and it helps break up the monotony of it being the same. Arguably, I know we talk about Zelda being the same for many years before Breath of the Wild with changes and little bits here and there, but it's um, still, still helps break it up being between 2D and 3D. And I think that did the same with Metroid. And I would hope they would do the same for the new Metroid Prime 4, come out with a new 2D version of a game around the same time the same year
0: yeah it makes sense to me I think that's and
1: I guess if I didn't make it clear what makes it special to me is it's it's different for me it seems different from all the other uh, Nintendo games it's a little bit more mature a little bit more mature than Zelda it seems like and it's there's a story there that just seems like it would be really cool to see in a movie right <laughs> yeah yeah, so. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why i really enjoy metroid games
0: awesome thanks tim uh sure. micah you want to give a crack at that question as well
2: yeah i actually uh never really played the 2d ones that much when they were first coming out uh, uh one of my cousins i don't even remember which one it was to be honest had one and i played i played some of that and i definitely enjoyed it and uh my uh first nintendo console was actually well besides like a game boy and game boy advance was a gamecube and i just remember seeing the uh metroid prime trailer which it probably looks like really terrible and hokey nowadays <laughs> but i just remember seeing that and be like oh man that looks awesome that's that looks incredible and yeah i don't know it's it was everything i imagined it to be it, it lived up to my hype but i have since gone back and played uh they had the one of the Metroid games on the Wii U during when you like first got it during the uh, their special where you could get like one game a month for like thirty cents or something for like Balloon Fine. I, I can't remember if it was the original Metroid or Super Metroid, but I have since played through that and enjoyed that. So I also yeah, I just need them to release a a port of all their two uh, D games onto the Switch so I can finally actually play all of those. But yeah, so I guess I, I have to lean a little more towards the 3D Metroid.
0: Yeah, there there are those out there that are not fans of the 3D and just want the 2D. So they balance each other out. Mike is over over hype enthusiasm for 3D Metroid completely takes care of any other naysayer. So
1: and Marty's the opposite, or he's like totally d 2D, no 3D.
0: just wait till they release prime four and he loves it he's gonna love it (laughs) yeah yeah it's gonna be great
2: i mean i guess uh, just talk a little bit more i guess the uh just like the lore of the original metroid prime it's like they don't like shove it down your throat but you can like scan like everything and learn about the world and why it is the way it is i just really enjoyed that aspect of it
1: yes and i do have to say uh Andrew, when you get the Wii U and you can get the trilogy on there, download that. I actually liked the trilogy better on the Wii because of the updated controls they gave it—the motion controls. Yeah, because it, I felt it immersed you even more into the game than when it was on the GameCube. The first two games, so gonna have to bust um, out
0: my zapper.
1: <laughs> you no know, it was just like using like you said the joy-con and the or not the JoyCon, con the, the wii U remote and the nunchuck but just there was one of the motions that i really dug was to open the door or open a control you actually used it to turn samus's arm you know and stuff like that and pull it back out and all that kind of stuff it was really cool and then you can aim at things and i love i telling loved you guys
0: metroid prime 4 is going to be a vr title <laughs> there we go there all it. right it's, it's gonna launch <laughs> super I'm nintendo ready. switch is going to be a vr console and metroid prime 4 is a launch title there you go there we <laughs> go You first yeah <laughs> well thank you so much for asking the question antonio uh another question from twitter we have joel aka falcon on twitter who asks what is the over under of metroid return making its way to switch this year what do you guys think? You think Tim, Tim says yes. You've already talked about it in your want list and in predictions. 35th
1: anniversary stuff, yeah. Because it's part of the whole Metroid thing, right? It's Metroid 2, essentially, but a remake. So, the over-under, I think it's going to come out because I think it's part of what Doug Bowser said about 3DS games coming to the Switch, and it, hap- it was a game that came out at the end of the 3DS's You know, right at the when Switch was blowing up, essentially towards the end of uh, 2017, when it was blowing up, Mario Odyssey was coming out. Everybody's all hype about the Switch. They wanted one. They can't find one and all that kind of stuff. And, yeah, some of us Nintendo diehards tried playing it and it was really hard to get through because we just wanted to get back to the Switch. So I think that game needs to be given its love by being ported to the, the Switch. And I think it's one of those things that Doug Bowser was alluding to, the 3DS ports. Uh, and I think my hope is that it would be in under, that it would be before the end of the year, but it might be over. But still, be in the fiscal year 2021 for Nintendo, which ends at the end of March 2022 for them.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna say I, I, I think it's. I, it's it's been rumored enough that I, I think I think there's some some credit to it that this is possible. It's not really what I want for the series. I'll I'll be honest. I, I think I think it's a great game, but I would rather a new 2D Metroid or a different 2D Metroid got remade. Um, I think I don't I don't know. People don't want Super Metroid touched, but I think Metroid Fusion would be cool. And like you said, Zero Mission. Uh, instead of porting those over to get a Samus Returns style 3D upgrade, but it's still a 2D game, that would be really cool. That that's what that, that's kind of. I'd what I <laughs> <laughs> I'd take that too. I take that also. <laughs> what do you think, Micah?
2: Well, I'm hopeful it will uh, come out this year because that's definitely one that I w- I would I would pick up for sure. And I'm just going to give my prediction: October 14th this year. That's when it will release. Nice. So,
0: wow. Very, spe- very specific.
2: If, yeah. If that is somehow correct,
0: I will never let you forget it. <laughs> I think we just owe you that game. I think we'll just have to buy it for you, <laughs> unless they Sounds charge like the, the full. Unless they charge a full sixty for it, which you know might be <laughs> the case. Even though yeah. it's a port of a 3DS game that was like forty dollars. But,
1: nice. Thank you for I'll the question. Thank
0: you for the question. And then our last question, um, which is going to take us down memory lane here, and that is from Oso on Discord, who was on the show last week, our buddy Eli. He asks, "What is the first Nintendo game that you remember playing?" Um, Micah, I'll let you go first on this one. Yeah, why? Well, I- actually had uh, the sega
2: genesis instead of a nintendo 64 when i was a kid which did have some great games so uh i would go over to a friend's house to fill my nintendo 64 needs and so the first game i remember playing the nintendo game i remember playing is actually the uh, uh smash brothers although i guess uh it's probably uh, predated by the the Game Boy. I'm so bad with like remembering years on when things came out. So I probably actually played like the original Mario Bros. or something. Like they had some Mario remake on the Game Boy, but yeah, like my first like real memory of a Nintendo system is Smash Brothers 64.
0: Nice, That's a good one. Tim, you want to give your your first sure. first game memories?
1: Like I alluded to earlier, my parents wouldn't let let me get an NES because of uh I had an Atari fifty two hundred that they already bought. And they were like, We're not and this was when the video game crash happened in the early, in the mid eighties and they were like, We're not buying any other video game systems. You got a fifty two hundred which I liked. I had no problem with that, but all my friends, you know, were getting Nintendo Entertainment Systems and I wanted that. Plus, I got to play Super Mario Brothers in Kmart for the first time on the display, and that was my first experience with Super Mario Bros. on, on, on the, the, the NES.
0: Discord. Nice. Yep, that's uh, <laughs> Mario is a first a first game for everybody. Because, so I am going to give an answer that is gonna that is gonna crack up quite a few people, but. Some of my earliest memories of playing video Not game.
2: Plock, is it?
0: Plock. Yep. <laughs> that's funny. Funny <laughs> enough, that's, that's that's one I remember. I distinctly remember playing as a kid. It came out. I'm gonna uh, man. I had this. I had this looked up. Plock, SNES. Let's, let's look it up here. The released.
2: Yeah, I had never even heard of Plock before you told me about it in like high school.
0: Yeah, it actually released like just before I was born. So just to just to date me a, a little bit, I'm I'm not I'm not super old. I'm not a super youngin either. But, uh, not to make anybody that's older than me feel old. <laughs> uh, but uh, yeah. So I, I not all, at all. At all. <laughs> I distinctly remember playing Pluck and um, Super Mario World. Are, are those my earliest memories with games? And then I—I I don't know. I had a Game Boy Color. Um, my my parent my parents had a Game Boy Color. So it was like a family system, and I played Pokemon Silver. But I think that was after. I think that was after that that era. Which yeah, that had to be because Pokemon Silver came out mid late nineties, I believe. So my my earliest memories are, are our which is which is a good little meme over with our buddies at Retro Logic, and it's spread to the Nintendo dads. <laughs> everybody, lo- everybody loves Plock. Plock is the way. Plock is where I started, guys. Nice so, way to um, represent. <laughs> but I I probably a, more I have more memories. Um, well, no, I have a good good amount of memories playing Plock, but I, I never got that far. It's a pretty hard game, so I, I, never, I never really got that far. I have a lot more memories and knowledge of Super Mario World, which is a game I grew up on, and yeah, I I've hundred percent that game multiple times and know like all the nooks and crannies of that game. <laughs> so it's that's yeah, that's a fantastic game, and one nice. that you just. It, and just keep coming back to with how big and and immerse the game the, the immersive the game was as a, as a platformer and with all the power-ups and, and things you could do man yeah so many good memories mm-hmm. of the Super Nintendo era I was born into gaming and uh, uh, unlike unlike other people I never stopped so <laughs> <laughs> just kept on going. We had a Super Nintendo since we're since we're on this track. We had a Super Nintendo f- as our only home console till the GameCube came out. And when the GameCube came out, that's when I purchased. Uh, that's when we purchased an N sixty four. And I bought it as a gift for the family at Christmas. I remember that. Um, I I was still pretty young, but it was twelve dollars. Twelve dollars Thank- for a Nintendo sixty four. And we got, and, my, and then my dad, I bought the console. And my dad got bunches of games for it for us kids for Christmas. And we just, we had like everything. We had Mario Kart, Super Smash Bros. Because we're coming in at the end of the, the console's life cycle. Because the GameCube <laughs> had just come out. And right. so all those games were cheap. And they were all like some of the greatest games of all time. And then we didn't get a GameCube. I, my, my parents were not on the like, we need to get the the, the newest console right away. Um, right. because at, at that point in their adult life they had kind of fallen off the gaming track. Super Nintendo is where it stopped for them. But then with the introduction of the Wii, they were like, We gotta get this. This is this is the thing. And right. it's healthy. Right. It's healthy for our kids. That's what that was the
1: <laughs> that was straight <laughs> yes. up the thought process. So and like, we're gonna, we're gonna get like exercise. House, like... Yeah, and then we're bowling <laughs> with like <laughs> Yes. <laughs>
0: I remember my dad getting so upset. We'd bowl strikes while sitting on the couch, and he'd have to get up and like do this whole spiel, like like actual bowling, to get it to work. Yeah,
1: good times. How to do the motion. Come on. Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, thank you so much for the question, Eli. And and man, that wraps it up for questions and topics we have to cover. Uh, and I think that is a good place to call it good for tonight's episode. We don't want to take up too much of Tim's night but
1: this was uh, awesome. This is a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. So I guess we'll uh, end off here. Tim, do you want to plug to your show and various spots people can find and follow you?
1: Of course. Sure. Yeah. My show, the Nintendo dads. No, (laughs) (laughs) the Nintendo dads is uh, where I come from. Uh, Actually, just like many of you fans of shows like the Nintendo dads and uh, offered to help them with, they were uh, doing chat and stuff like that through line. And I, hel- I helped them transition them into discord as you see it today. So, and that's where I came in and helped them with all of the backend stuff. And then they were like, Hey, come join the Nintendo Dads." So, and that's when I got to join. So um, I'm happy to be a member of the Nintendo dad's podcasting crew, uh, along with the other shows that we do this, the, uh, like the dad's after dark, the in dad crossing crew or dad crossing crew. Uh, and uh, now RetroLogic. You know, they handle a lot of the retro games. So, And then, of course, my dinner table. I do have that part of the Nintendo Dead podcast stuff, where the dinner table is for the community. Essentially, it's the community's podcast. And Andrew's been on it. Micah, you're welcome to come join sometime. I, even not as a Patreon, I'm, uh, I would love to have you come on as well. So. Sounds good. Uh, I think it would be cool. Um, so, uh, but yeah. You can find me uh, and the other Nintendo dads on Twitter under Nintendo dads uh, and everywhere else in social media. Nintendo dads, you'll find us, especially YouTube, where you can find a lot of our video reviews, which Andrew has done as well for us. Yeah, um, having a blast
0: with that. That's
2: yeah, good content it, over there. If, if you get one of those uh, Metro Prime four copies, I'm happy to do a review <laughs> if for you. Happy to do that, right?
0: I bet you are. I think there's a uh, line of other people first. <laughs> Tim at the very front of that <laughs> whole line.
1: So, uh, for me personally, my Twitter and every, I again I refer to Twitter because that's kind of like I guess the home social base for a lot of my stuff, and that's Neo Prime thirty three you find me there and everywhere else in social media and gaming sphere. Neo Prime 33, you'll find me pretty much. And, you know, Nintendo is my username. Sony, Microsoft, Neo Prime 33, you'll find me there. My player ID. So come chat me up or follow me or whatever. I'd love, 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 love doing that kind of stuff. So, but thanks for having me on guys. And I love listening to what you guys did, especially that top 10 music thing. That was, that was fun and different to listen to.
0: Oh man, we have a, a blast!
1: And of course, your favorite games of 2020—that was fun to listen to as well.
0: Yeah, we, we we have a blast making those lists. <laughs> I I will say the editing work that went into that made it so I I wish I could make every episode as musically in, infused as that, but <laughs> alas, also a lot <laughs> a lot harder to choose my top 10 music than I thought it would be. Yes.
2: there's just so many good ones I kept finding again.
0: Yes. Well. If you, like Tim, want to listen to those and many other of our Nintendo Pals episodes, uh, be sure to subscribe to us on your podcast listening app of choice. We are on pretty much everything, and if we are not there, reach out to me and I'll get us on there. Except for Pandora. I've tried. They won't let me on. I don't know what the deal is there. <laughs> um, special thanks to VGR for the music we use throughout the podcast episode. And if you would like to follow us on social media, we are out on Twitter and Instagram. We're at Nintendo Pals on Twitter and at Nintendo Pals Podcast on Insta. Uh, we are also on YouTube, where I think this might be the first video we, we upload to YouTube. Let's uh, fingers crossed this technically all works out. Um, and... Yeah, just again, uh, definitely go to check out the Nintendo Dads. Check out all their stuff. And, and Tim didn't mention this, but they also do Twitch streaming. And that's that's a great spot to go over there and uh,
1: check You're out. You're doing a better plugging job than me. I completely forgot about Twitch and Patreon and all that kind of
0: stuff. <laughs> oh, but, man, <laughs> man there's, there's too many things to remember. But <laughs> Twitch is a great spot if you want to go and subscribe to... To them on Twitch and see live content there. They do lots of game playing and re- reactions and videos. So. Great, great stuff. Great content. These guys inspired me to do what we're doing here. So <laughs> it's an honor to have Tim on the show. Um, with that, I guess that, that's all the housekeeping, right? I don't know. think so. Well, with that, we will leave the show with a closing remark by Mr. Tim off. Oh?
1: There is no spoon. <laughs>
0: Just like there is no crime for. Sad. <laughs> Alright, good night, everybody, and we'll talk at y'all next time.